Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I guess it would help if my video was added to this show. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sap. It is July 6, 2022. This is not Listing Your Boy. This is the What Do You Guys Want to Talk About podcast. Uh, after this, over on FightfulSelect.com, we will have a post show. But uh, quite honestly, this is dictated by you guys. I don't have a co-host. Uh, if any, any of my esteemed colleagues would like to join they are more than welcome to but uh this is ultimately up to you guys this is based on super chats and humper chats the show might be 10 minutes it might be an hour who the heck knows but uh next week i will be in toronto ontario canada live at the fightful headquarters and um yeah i'll i'll be live in studio with jimmy if all goes according to plan but get in a super chat get in a humper chat that's what we our topics are dictated by. There are things maybe that I want to talk about, but you know what? We we strive to be the most interactive show possible, so we're just going to listen to what you guys want to talk about. Connor says, "What would it have to take on WWE's side to make an AEWX WWE show happen? Just to do it, J just to be willing to do it i think uh if they were open to the idea of it and realistic like they're not gonna go eight for eight in wins there but if wwe was open and willing to doing this one it'd be one of the biggest things in wrestling history it'd be one of the the most monumental things. And this is in a period where wrestling isn't the hottest that it's ever been. It's not even close to the hottest it's ever been. It's driving the most money that it's ever driven in, but it's not necessarily the hottest it's ever been. So I think that if WWE was realistic and they wanted to do it, I think that AEW would be on board, but 
And I, I don't, I think if they even went like five and three or, or something like that, it would be fairly, fairly possible for that, that thing to happen. Like that way it wouldn't have to be as, as even, so to speak. But if WWE were smart, they would do it. I think it would help their business as well. I think it would help everybody's business. It would make the wrestling business healthier. But right now, despite WWE, you know, not having anywhere near the best creative they've ever had. Uh, you could argue just not good creative most of the time. They are making more money than they've ever made before. It's just the thing is, if they did have good creative, they'd be making even more money. Mr. CJ Lilly says, if you finish the Alexa interview, thoughts? I think she came across really personable and honest. I loved, again, that she mentioned that it wasn't just a cut, copy, paste of the Bray Wyatt storyline that led her to that as well as the Lily thing. She really put over Bray Wyatt, and that's not something that you know, a lot of higher-ups in WWE are willing to do, which is is unfortunate because he made them money hand over fist. But I think that it's good, and it's also smart that she speaks fondly on her time with, with Bray Wyatt because a lot of, they, they were put in very similar creative positions, and I think that she got a lot of unnecessary flack for for the fact that she kept that gimmick going after she after he was gone. But, I mean, it it wasn't just... Exactly. It was definitely inspired by Bray Wyatt and the Fiend, but it wasn't exactly that. She she added her own personal experiences into it. Any guesses on SummerSlam card? I'd say Liv, Ronda, Bianca, Rhea, if she's cleared. Becky should be putting something high profile. I would love to see Charlotte. I think we're going to get Logan Paul and AJ Styles against Miz and Ciampa. Judgment Day against Edge and Ray would be very good. Brock and Roman. That's what I think. It's just uneducated guess there. Any news on venue for All Out in Chicago? As of a few months ago, talent was told the Now Arena, but um, I would imagine maybe they're going to change that because I think they can they can sell some more tickets. Um, since then, we've got no update on ticket sale date or or anything of that nature. But yeah, we we just kind of learned a little bit here and there. We had a super chat earlier from far saying, what do we know about the Austin theory allegations from two years ago? Uh, okay. So I, I have to be careful in how I address these from a legal perspective. There were never any charges brought about. There were never any, I don't think there was anything criminal ever accused Regarding the confusion about her age, uh, from what I understand, that girl, because somebody said, oh, well, she went to nursing school. How could she be a teenager? I believe she was at um, she was working towards getting a CNA uh, license or certificate or whatever that may be. And that's not like being in college or anything like that. We know very little. We know that that he was alleged to have been speaking with someone uh, underage and the context of that conversation was never never revealed to, to my knowledge. Maybe I missed out on something there, but that's about the limit to, to what I know about that situation. Anyone asking for a release after Vince news broke? No, but there have been people that have reiterated they still want their release. Matt says... Hey, Sean, I know you said they'll most likely run Ronda and Liv back. Do you think that we might get Bailey versus Liv, which can be definitely more exciting? So, speaking of SummerSlam, Bailey, Bianca, or Bailey, Liv would make a lot of sense as well. 
because Bailey left with a title shot in tow. Now, granted, she had lost several title matches along the way, but uh, she had gotten a couple title matches as well. We got Rob Wilkins joining us. He's popping for, for a little while. Rob, uh, here's one. Aaron World Order says, do you think Liv's reign will be short like Nikki's was last year? Unfortunately, Rob, I do think so. I think that Ronda Rousey might win it, and this might catapult her into uh, a heel run, I think, because a lot of people will look at that and be like, she took this from us. She took this from Liv. That's that's a good point, Uh, but I really would prefer um, her to hold on to it until SummerSlam. Me too. Oh, I think uh, that's when she'll lose it. It's oh, okay. Yeah. Um, she's either going to face, uh, Ronda Rousey or (laughs) if I, I would, I would put Bailey in there if she's back by then. That's who I'd want, but I think everybody wants Bailey. Well, we've got, uh, Queen Monet saying any news when Rhea's new theme will be released. I would say sometime around the time when she's back. Joel says any news on Sasha and Naomi, any change in what you think happens with them? I think Sasha would be back eventually. Those that I spoke to seem to indicate that Naomi had been open to re-signing before the walkout. I've not heard of any updates since then. Um, Around the time that the John Laurinaitis, Vince McMahon stuff happened, I was working on a story about how this would impact Jimmy Uso and and John Laurinaitis. Uh, Obviously, that was put on the back burner, but... As far as Sasha, I've not heard anything. She was kind of living her best life there for a little bit, and we saw her out publicly in Minnesota doing a bunch of things. And I would imagine she's going to continue to get interest from from major digital platforms, but I have not heard any update within the company. Nobody that I've spoken to has been told to pull her from like the roster or anything like that. Do you think uh, Sasha got lost in the Skyway in Minneapolis? <laughs> if assuming it worked rob yeah. assuming it worked uh, uh joey bag of donuts says is it me or do both companies do a lousy job booking baby face champs it's like there's so much excitement when a face wins a belt then they don't know what to do with them after they win it well joey that's been a long time thing for a lot of wrestling companies it's the well now what because and i think psychologically a lot of fans expect this baby face to have a long reign so the first challenger that comes up isn't necessarily going to be a threat. However, WWE for a long time, like Daniel Bryan with with Kane, Chris Benoit with Kane, uh, Steve Austin with Dude Love. Listen, I thought that Steve Austin with Dude Love was good, but nobody thought Dude Love was going to win that title. Nobody thought that that was going to happen. But but still, it was creatively satisfying. I found AEW is very creatively satisfying. They went directly from Hangman to Bryan Danielson, who could have very easily won that title to uh, a banger of a match with Lance Archer, to a couple matches with Adam Cole, who could have very easily won that that match. I think there was a lot to be desired with the Dark Order uh, type of integration into that, but based on their their acquisitions and lack thereof, they don't, don't seem to be that interested in, in the Dark Order, at least. Van Twinblade says, I went to GCW Gateway of Death Friday. One of the matches was Nick Wayne, Tony Deppen. I shouted out before the match, be nice to Tony. He's just a boy. And Tony replied, I'm going to kick his ass and then I'm going to fuck his mom. <laughs> and the crowd chanted back to Nick. You know what? I respect it, to be honest, uh, to be honest with you. Ryan says, what does Impact have to do to get people to watch? Rob, I think they got to get on a different channel and a different network. Because yeah. that's, I mean, you can watch it on YouTube for a dollar. That That's very easy to do. 
but people want to be able to tune in, I would think. Yes, like pretty much as long as it's not Destination America, um, I mean, there's there's a lot of channels that it should be on. Um, even if they do like a syndication like kind of thing with maybe Bally Sports or something better than what they're doing now. I think the syndication idea would be brutal, but I think it would actually be more beneficial than what they're doing now. Power bomb me. Wardlow says, are you ready for the Papa buck cover of friends forever from saved by the bell <laughs> regarding the best latest Twitter bio? I bet it'd be good. He's yeah. a very talented musician. We also have Ryan Sullivan saying, Sean, how can you sit here acting like uh, you have morals when you employ Joel Pearl? He has been known to partake in dark sacrifices. How else do you explain how he makes predictions come true? Also, is there any plan with Moss? Well, let me tell you about Joel Pearl. He's running around with my Fightful Championship. He's trying to squeeze his way onto the show. and So I'm hanging out at home, and suddenly someone sends me a press release from Sean Ross Sapp, and it says, Coming to Toronto. This dork, this giant dork wants a shot at my Fightful Championship. Buddy, they call me the forever champ for a reason. And by the way, I ain't the only one who thinks that you're just a huge, giant dork. Take a look. Sean Ross Sapp is a huge dork. Sean Ross Sapp is a dork. Sean Ross Sapp is a huge dork. If I could tarp off anyone in the world, it'd be Sean Ross Sapp. Working with Sean Ross Sapp over the past couple of years, I've learned that he's a gigantic dork, a nerd, a pencil pusher, and Joel Pearl's gonna kick the shit out of him. I mean, yeah, Sean's a huge dork. He's as big of a dork as he is tall. Like... As big of a dork as he is hardworking. He's a huge dork. I'm sitting here at the crib. I got a big stack of comic books over there. I got a WrestleMania chair over there. There's a fucking Sasha Banks stand up somewhere in the room. That's some pretty dorky shit. But I will never in my entire life be as big of a fucking dork as you, Sean Ross Sapp, you fucking dork. So you see, Sean, there were others, hundreds of submissions, calling you a huge, giant dork. But we couldn't fit them all in, you big, giant dork. That was an abysmal promo. Wow. That was miserable. That was horrible. That was... so. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, Jimmy had an actual Fightful Championship made years ago. He gave it to Melissa. I guess she won it. I guess she technically beat me up. Melissa used to produce our show. Doesn't show up to work anymore. Doesn't work in the offices. Eventually, uh, and he, J- Jimmy swore I would never win this championship. Ever. Ever. And the rules are, they can be defended at any time. There's just got to be a camera and somebody to count the pin. At some point, when Melissa like kicks stall doors into my head and, and just gives me concussions, 
Joel just calls her up on the phone and she wakes up and she's like, yeah, sure. You can have it. And he's never defended it once. I got a guy calling me a dork, by the way, in a miserable promo that wasn't even entertaining. I got a guy in a pineapple Hawaiian shirt, Rob. Yeah. He's in Canada. Yeah. I've got to book long pants for my trip next week. Yeah. I, well, I- I'm not done. Hannah's wearing a Peppa Pig shirt. Peppa Pig? <laughs> Kate doesn't even have a Twitter. She doesn't exist in this world. Stephen Jensen ponytails were out two years ago. I cut mine. They, they've been they've been long gone for two and a half years. Jeremy Jeremy's team just traded for Baker Mayfield. I don't think I need to say a whole hell of a lot there. They basically traded him for Buff Bagwell's Twitter account. Then I got Seahawk, who has never got any bitches in his life, not a <laughs> single one, never touched a cheek, ever, never left a handprint. Not a once in his life. And then I got Joel Pearl out here just cutting a WWE style promo. Because I'm Joel Pearl and Sean Ross Sapp is a big dork. Come on. I ain't getting buried by Peppa Pig. That's that, pissing me the hell off. I don't know who he was cosplaying as. Joe Joe Gacy or uh, Bray Wyatt or a comic. I wish he'd cosplay as somebody who could cut a goddamn promo, Rob. That would wow. be nice. Then maybe I could build some interest in 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 my crowning moment, my big moment. But whatever. He went to Ronda Rousey's promo school, huh? Yeah. Kaioken says. By the way, leave a thumbs up on this video, guys. Kaioken ninety one says. SRS. What are the odds that AEW Fight Forever gets an official trailer reveal during THQ Nordic Showcase on eight thirteen? Have you heard anything on formal updates or announcements? So Kenny Omega told me uh, that they were hoping to have it out this year. The original release date that I had heard heard was like. I think late September, early October, but uh, he's saying later this year. So, I mean, that's obviously been adjusted. He said they've been working around the clock. Mike Straw, uh, who uh, has a lot of great reporting, says that uh, he thinks that uh, he's heard that the game has improved significantly of late. Uh, I did report a couple months ago that THQ Nordic was the publisher. I do think that there's a possibility we might see that at the showcase. Ryan Sullivan mentions any plans with Moss creatively as of right now. No, they do have high hopes for him though. And that's long been the case. Like even throughout all the regimes it has been pretty common that they at least see some possibility and, and potential in Riddick Moss, which is, which is good, but I've heard of no creative plans like right out of the gate. Yeah. yeah he, Matt, uh, Jay, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say Moss, uh, for him to win that match SmackDown a couple weeks ago, the that show against Corbin, I was at. Um, and then basically Corbin gets pushed into a match with Pat McAfee. I just thought that was just kind of crazy, but um we'll have to see what he what he does. I, I think there's a lot of potential in him and he's great on the mic, but we'll have to see. What else we got? Matt James says, Mist, if you mentioned yesterday, do you think Lashley referencing any brand is trying to hold the doors open for a potential Forbidden Door-esque show? If so, what company do you think it can be? No, I think that if they wanted to do a Forbidden Door-esque show, all they would have to do is say we want to do a Forbidden Door-esque show and it would happen. I think that was Lashley's way of getting uh, a nice little pop, but um, I don't think that it was indicative of anything. I don't think that that was necessarily like uh, tipping your hand or anything like that. Nicholas Olson says, could you see a weekly ROH show on a network like true TV? 
Yeah, but I think that if it were going to happen, it probably would have happened by now. I'm sure that those were that Warner was or Warner Discovery now were probably the first people that Tony talked to in that regard. They do have the the pay per view this month. If I were them, I would tape something as proof of concept. But that's just me speaking from an uneducated uh, standpoint, knowing that they don't have any other dates necessarily blocked off. But I think that would be good. But I think that Warner Discovery is probably probably the first people they talked to. KE775 says, do you think WWE will get one of the titles off Roman by next WrestleMania? Goddamn, I hope so, Rob. Yes. Right now on Raw, they are without their top contender, which is Brock Lesnar. They're without their champion, Roman Reigns. Randy Orton ain't on the show. Cody Rhodes isn't on the show. Kevin Owens. Um, there's, there's a whole lot of people missing. Edge hasn't been on the show of late. They need to get him get a title on that show they have a main main event caliber guy and they haven't done crap with him his name's aj styles yeah it's yeah. mind-boggling anakin says i think i cut better promos than pearl and i'm bad yeah <laughs> yeah how awesome has graps that he been for fightful it's been incredible i'd let those guys do whatever they wanted um and we might have something additional coming to you guys but I'll leave that for them to announce. Tom talks rubbish saying here, saying what's up and sending positive vibes. We appreciate you. Brent says, while in Toronto, be sure to hit up Stormcrow Manor. It's door Kevin. You'll love it. All right, I'm going to check it out. I will absolutely check it out. I'm very excited. I love Toronto. Um, if, if it was more affordable to live in, I'd live there. Tom Brady says, do you think with the tease on WWE YouTube about Grimes after NXT was for him to join Judgment Day? No, but I wish. I think that yeah. would be a lot of fun, honestly. I just that was a good point. I like that idea. Uh, Matthew, I think that would be that's that's the one that I never really thought of, but I'm like, damn. That that would be kind of fun. Yeah, I'd be all over that. I, I want to give this some more time because it was a nice little donation there, but you know, we've seen the edge stuff. I, I like that they're doing that. It's just what Edge was doing before he left ain't working that wasn't good that was bad it was terrible matthew ham says what matches have you heard or planned for SummerSlam?" we covered this a little bit earlier i haven't heard of any pitched they had to change a lot randy orton was originally scheduled to face roman reigns that didn't end up happening uh rollins and rollins and uh, riddle was one that i heard was penciled in but i don't know for sure that's i haven't reported it but it seems very obvious do you think we'll see the Intercontinental title get defended finally? I wish. I wish. It'd be nice. But you know what? No matter where you are, whatever continent you're on, NordVPN.com slash Fightful has you covered. Change your virtual location with... This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. 
If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. Just one click with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Get services much cheaper than they are here in the States or really anywhere. You can find it as cheap as possible with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. They got a great deal, an additional month for free, and a 30-day money-back guarantee. But they also have three different tiers. You can start out with just a VPN. You can go up one tier and add a pass. You can go up one tier and add a locker on top of that. But it also works on all your devices. Phone, laptop, desktop, PC, router, TV, all that good stuff to change your virtual location. What does changing your virtual location do? Protects you. It allows you to browse on unsecured Wi-Fi in a much more safe manner. Changes your IP if maybe whatever you're downloading doesn't seem to like the one that you have. Also, you can access that geo-restricted, geo-block content. And you've got online threat protection. Block annoying pop-up ads, block malware, and block online trackers. With NordVPN.com slash Fightful, I use this every day, whether I'm at home, on the road. I'll be using it in Toronto, used it in Vegas, used it at the airport in Cincy as well. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Take that trip to Lithuania. Watch yourself some good wrestling. (sighs) Pardon me, had to cough. Van Twinblade says, why do people keep on Reddit keep saying... But his ticket sales, when I tell them Hogan doesn't belong near the GOAT conversation. Uh, buddy, I am not going to try to get inside Reddit's mind. Listen, there are a lot of wonderful people on Reddit. I'm not going to generalize based on that. I've met plenty of good people, but the comment section there rivals only Facebook for the most misinformation that I've seen, like based on assumptions and stories and, oh, this news came from here, this news came from here. Uh, and again, that isn't a generalization. That's just by sheer amount of people that that purvey misinformation. And I want to say their mods are very good. Their mods are very helpful usually when that stuff happens. But uh, I don't know. It, the, the best I can say is if you say, why do people on Reddit? Well, people on Facebook, people on Twitter, there'd be pl- you'd find people no matter what the platform. So I'm not trying to pick on Reddit. Please stop posting my tweets on Reddit. <laughs> What else we got? Joel Wood, I know the ship has probably sailed on most of these. If you heard anything on Bray, Morrissey, Gargano, and Brandy as far as coming to WWE. Brandy has been training. Uh, She's trying to get the Culture City 
partnership in with WWE as well because she's on the board there. I haven't heard anything updated on her coming to WWE. Johnny is still open to it. I'm supposed to interview him soon. I was supposed to host his StarCast panel, but I've not been given any update on that. Bray, I was, to- I was told the door wasn't completely closed on that. Uh, I'll have more on that. Don't aggregate that because um, I know somebody will take that shit out of context. And Morrissey, I haven't heard uh, anything else either. Let me see. What do we got here? Will I be watching uh, TJPW's Summer Sun Princess? I will not have time to watch that, but you know who will be? Scott Edwards. He's got a lot of great interviews leading into it for Fightful. So, Oh, cool. Voodoo. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I just said, oh, that's cool. I didn't know you had interviews lined up. That's awesome. And Jiro says, um, do you think the success of Forbidden Door might spur other Japanese promotions into doing this for their international fans? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. What are D.A.R.E. drugs and why should I resist them? D.A.R.E. is a program from when I was a little kid to keep you off drugs and um, perhaps uh, also implemented a lot of misinformation about drugs as well. Wasn't a completely great program, but I like the shirt. I think it's likely Grimes feuding with Joe Gacy. Uh, Andrew the Giant says, uh, yeah, I think so too. Throwback says, what's it good, guys? Thank you, Rob, for the other day. It was one of the best things of the week. If you had to compare the NXT Black and Gold versus 2.0 at this point, what was the best? Where do you see 2.0 in a year? I see 2.0 in a year exactly where it is, and by far I enjoyed Black and Gold more, uh, Rob. But I think Tony Khan brought up a great point at one of the uh, media scrums. He was like, guys, which did you prefer, Black and Gold or 2.0? And everybody said Black and Gold. And he said, yes, but. And he goes, me too, but. Based on how WWE likes to make stars, which do you think is more conducive to their their product? And everybody said 2.0, and he said, exactly. That's why I don't think it was a bad idea for them. Did I enjoy the other show better? Yes. But will this create more stars that are in line with what the main roster wants or their idea? Yes, absolutely. How do you feel about that, Rob? Exactly the same. I noticed um, how the crowd has reacted to Raquel Rodriguez already. Um, I think it's, I think what he said is spot on. Yeah. Yeah. We got Brent Lockman saying sneaky D's fantastic nachos. As much as I want Wardlow to win tonight, it feels like Scorpio hasn't had a real run, which seems like an issue. I think Wardlow should win. Um, he has lost an awful lot of luster. MJF stole a lot of that attention from him after that double or nothing show, Rob. Yes. Yeah. And he, he needs it. I mean, I, I've been begging them to get rid of the whole security guard angle, so yeah. I think this would be a good way to start. They got to move on. They got to move on from that. It was it was a nice little thing, sure, but um, but yeah. So, uh, Van Twimble, actually, Joel Wood says, disinformation aside, what do you actually think is going to happen with Santana? If he leaves AEW, uh, you think WWE would have interest? I do think they might have interest because they had interest before they signed Rob, but uh, yep. I don't know how that might change. Uh, with what's going to happen with Santana? Well, I think he's hurt right now, but I don't know how long. I haven't heard of any update on him. I haven't heard of anything like that. I think if he's injured, AEW will probably do the noble thing and pay him through his injury, which I think 
is good, even if, if his contract is up shortly. But I think that right now, I, I don't think you can put anything definitive on it. I think there's a big question mark on it, Joel. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. And you're right. They did have interest in them before they signed with AEW. When they expand on that, I'm, I'm popping off an email really quick. <laughs> oh, me? Yeah. Yes, just, you. <laughs> sorry, I didn't know. I thought you said you were going to expand. No, no, it's just that they did. I think they even said that WWE had interest in them, but that's the thing. The, the tag team in WWE, the tag team situation is kind of like scary if I were those guys, because who knows where they're going to go? Cause right now you just have the Usos and made up teams. They have the Viking, uh, Viking Raiders and you have the new day for the most part. But other than that, they haven't been doing anything with tag teams. So I'm hoping I've been begging for more ta- tag team work in the WWE and NXT has some, but like NXT UK for the most part, but I do like, like you got the Creed brothers who I think Vince would absolutely love. Yeah. So I think he would too. I think they're just a little too green. Yep. What do we got? Any idea why KO has been off TV recently? Uh, I was, I was just told that uh, he was sidelined and that that's it. What do you think the QR code teaser on NXT 2.0 was about last night? Teased 8, 10, 11. Well, let me see. I've, you know what? I haven't really talked about this yet. I got on a cage match last night to look to see if there were any wrestling dates that might have yeah. consisted of that. Either. I didn't see anything. Um, and then I, I looked and I wanted to see what uh bronze old teammate nicholas was up to i'm like well when does <laughs> he... year he was born <laughs> so i'm like that's it they're bringing him in no that's the year he was born i love yeah. it um i wish i had an answer for you what do i think it is uh probably i i think it would be smart to do a new talent but um if you wanted to return a talent with that that would be good too um but As far as the numbers themselves, hey, I ain't a code cracker here. <laughs> I'm not exactly uh, hip to that. But uh, you know what? I, I'll, but maybe the letters, somebody says HJK, maybe. I, I don't know who that would be. Send your speculation in the chat and I'll I'll try my best to, to uh, add to that. Brian Great says, any rumors to the Cena match being pushed to Mania and not SummerSlam? What do you think the chances are we see Cena versus Theory? It's for the belt. Oh, I hope not. And if Cena shouldn't be losing Austin Theory, listen, I'm sorry. As of right now, as of right right now, if Austin Theory can be compared to Cena, it's 2002, maybe very early 2003 Cena. Maybe. Thus far, I don't see that upside. Eventually, maybe. I don't know. But right now, I don't see that. Yeah, I think it'll probably happen at Mania. I haven't heard anything additional about him uh about him working SummerSlam, which is unfortunate. Kurt Benoit says, Sean, the Post Money in the Bank studio show looked amazing. Fightful's incredible. Can't think of any, many ways to improve it. Jimmy wants to break the bank and get your regular studio. Uh, so my new house, I've got a loft up here. And before I was going to do anything, I was like, well, let's see what we're going to use. So we haven't used anything but this as my office so far. So that entire side of the loft will be turned into a studio. I've just got to, you know, pay for it 
and get the equipment there, get the backgrounds. I'll probably have a green screen wall as well to, to sort of make it versatile. But I'm going to start getting some setups. And then when talent is in Lexington, they'll be invited out here as well to, to do some interviews. But yeah, we got some, some cool things I'm going to work on. Jimmy should absolutely expense it. Uh, I think that should happen. But I'm, I'm open to stuff and people that can give me better advice. I, I am not a lighting guy. I am not a studio guy. I don't know shit. Somebody says, HJK, the heart jostling kid. Shawn Michaels to debut. Well, Queen Monet says it might, I think it might have been eight days, 10 hours, 11 minutes, but that would end up on a Wednesday, right? Like that would, or a Thursday morning. Yeah. Hmm. Heavy Metal Chris says, how would you book MJF's return? Title feud, surely. Well, he lost to Wardlow in his last match. So I don't think that would actually be smart. Um, I think that against a a former WWE person would would make a lot of sense. Uh, but how, how how do you think he should come back? I was I was thinking I, the last thing I want him to do is come back at Wardlow. Um, but the it's really hard to say because I don't know. Because Christian Cage would be good based off the promos. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. But I think they're going to be running with him and uh, Jungle Boy for a while. Christian Cage could be a very interesting one, like a heel versus heel dynamic. I think Christian is capable of being that heel that's so slimy that they're like, well, who can we bring in to out-slime him? MJF. Yes. And that, that's even if he's back. Again, I, I want to reiterate this. Anybody that says they know 100% what's going on with MJF, besides MJF and Tony Khan, they are not being truthful. I covered that story uh, in a more extensive manner than anybody on the planet. And I had people that were very, very close to MJF that swore it was a work. And then two days after the promo, they hit me up and they were like, I need to know everything that you know because what I knew was wrong. And that was and I've I've not spoken to MJF since that week and not had any contact. Tony Khan hasn't commented about it. So who knows? Maybe it's them selling it really well. But one day I'll do a podcast on all the, the details behind that. Malone Diggs says, How reliable is Slice Wrestling? He's saying WWE has re-signed the fiend on a multi-year deal. Let me make this abundantly clear. Slice wrestling is completely fake. They have never got a story right. They have no sources. There is nothing. Absolutely nothing. I'm not even talking like a bad person who happens to get stuff right here and there. They never, there is 0%, 0%. Block that account by all means. Who's next for Braun that could take the title off of him? Hayes, but I'd rather see him on Raw and SmackDown. Does Roddy get a run before he leaves? No, I don't think so. Especially with Roddy kind of 
moving on from the tag team stuff, but I think Braun and Carmelo is the story to do. I think that's the one that makes sense. And honestly, I think both of them are up before WrestleMania or around WrestleMania time, or at least buy it next year, Rob. Yes. I, that's the thing. Like this is the feud I've been wanting. I think everybody's been wanting it. Who hasn't? But both those guys will be up by Royal Rumble, I think. Or maybe they're making one of them's making their debut in the Royal Rumble. I think that'd be perfect for Carmelo Hayes um, to get him like the shine. But both those guys are just awesome to watch. Ryan Lambert says QR code is in is a best with 10 10 10 gimmick. I wish I would love to see him wrestle one more match, honestly. Let's see. Let's make sure I didn't miss anything up here because man we got we we this has been very good like listen i might just have to fire jimmy and just do this more often because you guys are sending in these super chats by the way if if you like the q a format fightfulselect.com every single week i've got a q a show over there so uh fightfulselect.com it's just five bucks today i've got a pretty significant update on a long absent aew star that is coming over there. We've got some Joshi news. I, I broke the news that WWE executives got details about, about the successes of uh, Money in the Bank. So lots of cool stuff there. But yeah, guys, FightfulSelect.com. Throwback says, what should I look out for at the ROH show here in Lowell? This will be my first show since I became epileptic. What are some things I should look forward to? Wish both of you guys should be here for it. Which matches? Well, Gresham is probably, gosh, Gresham is going to be one of the focuses of the show. You're going to have Joe and Lethal, which is going to be a good one. I think Tony Deppin's set for the show. Caprice Coleman on commentary, from what I hear. I think Colt Cabana is going to be involved. I think you're going to be safe there, throwback, as far as the epilepsy and stuff. I don't expect it to be as as vivid and, and such as as WWE shows with all the lighting and all that, but I would love to see advanced production. Rob, use some of the AEW production. Like just because it used to be dim and dark and gritty doesn't mean it have to be. One of the things I hated most about ROH, the hard camera was always towards the video screens. You couldn't mm -hmm. tell if anybody was there. And yeah. they had black ring ropes, turnbuckles, mats, aprons, mats outside, barricades, and the lighting was dark. So it was pretty rough. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it, the one question, have they said who FTR is wrestling yet? I don't believe so. Oh. Hmm. Guys, uh, FightfulSelect.com, after this show, we will have uh, What Do You Guys Want to Talk About goes on, where uh, subscribers can just kind of pitch a few things, and we'll talk about it a little bit more as we start to wrap up this show. Reminder, we are back next week with Listen Your Boy in studio. Brighton Gates says, was AT always the pick to win Money in the Bank or a late change? I haven't heard that, but I can tell you that finishes weren't relayed to talent until that day. Joel says, any update on whether you think Vince steps down to CEO? I think the best possible scenario is Stephanie taking over permanently, but I, I don't know how realistic. Joel, I find this very realistic. Stephanie is very well received. She is uh, very popular among talent. And I think that Vince was in those positions superficially anyway. I think he cares more about creative. And I think him stepping down from those positions really doesn't mean much at all, period, to him. I think that 
it is very likely that he steps down from that on a permanent basis, then just retains his position in creative, retains his voting power, all that good stuff. And um, I, I think it's very possible, and I think that Stephanie McMahon is, is a pretty good person to, to fill in in that capacity, although there was some criticisms with uh, regarding a couple of her hires within the company, but Nick Khan has picked up some of those. He's also pretty well liked from what I understand. Uh, I think they got a good thing going with Stephanie and Nick Khan. They seem to be people, uh, people, persons, person, peoples, whatever the hell it is. They got a good go of it there. Anakin says, shout out to Rob for being a good friend and his weight loss. Hopefully by the time of the A to be post show, I'll be in my new car. I hope so, Anakin. I hope so. And yeah, shout out to Rob. Yeah. You've done Thank some you, man. good stuff and you're a good dude. Thank you. Yes. Tom Talks Rubbish says, I missed the Super Chat putting Rob over. Oh, I didn't miss it. I wouldn't <laughs> say that I missed it, Tom. <laughs> can you confirm the Io Shirai contract story? I can. I don't know what's up with her, but um, it's it's unfortunate because she is a supreme talent. They should do what they can to hold on to her. She should have had a main roster run. Yes. Is AEW building the tag team division for Sasha? Oh, Sasha Banks is the type of talent that as soon as she comes in, you immediately start building her towards the top of the car. You don't build her towards a tag team. She is she would be the anchor of that division. The, the, you would have your own horsewomen in AEW. You'd have uh, Britt Baker, Thunder Rosa, uh, Sasha Banks, and then another person that you would lean on heavily. Yeah, she goes straight for the title, in my opinion. Yeah. Joel Wood says... Part two of that question, would Stephanie taking over permanently have a positive effect on the morale or product on the screen? No, not on the screen, because ultimately that's Vince and that's his creative. Oh, Jade Cargill is the fourth horsewoman. Oh, yes, of course, yep. Jade. <laughs> no, it wouldn't change anything on the screen. As far as morale, technically, yeah, there would be some power that that she would be able to sort of wield that that wouldn't wouldn't necessarily be easy to just overthrow in that sense. Guys, I want to thank you all so much. Uh, I did this show kind of hastily, but I was like, you know what? We we don't need Jimmy here. Who cares about Jimmy? Who who needs Jimmy around? Not me. Well, I'll be there next week. I'm heading to Toronto. This will be the busiest travel month of my life, but we're keeping it rolling. Over on FightfulSelect.com, the What Do You Guys Want to Talk About goes on show. Um, actually, let me make sure that... Yeah, okay. It's running. It, it's it's posted over there. Let's go check it out, guys. Thank you all so much. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. We're here for the post show tonight as well. Rob, I want to thank you for joining us. Tell the people thank where you. they can find you. You can find me at Rob Wilkins on Twitter. And then on Fridays at 3 o'clock Eastern, it's coexisting on Fightful Overbooked with Rob and Maggie. It's a good show, fun show, and we hope to see you there. Guys, thank you all so much. Let me make sure I don't have any other Humper Chats. I don't. We're out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.